You are listening to episode 238, and today we're talking all about self-care, why we feel guilt, and how to get rid of it. Take a listen. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. Happy to have you here. We're going to talk about self-care today. It's very trendy, and I definitely encourage you to listen, even though it's this trendy thing that's talked about all the time. I want to talk a little bit about it in uh, a different capacity that I think can help you um, have some more clarity and validation and relief to understand why it feels so flipping hard. <laughs> it's not it's not a you problem technically. So <clears throat> before we jump into that, just want to remind you that we have lots of opportunities to work together and I'm just so thrilled to even have the space, capacity and energy to have these different exchanges because it's been a while since I've been able to offer um, more than just a little, I guess you could say, uh, just because of my own healing and growth and having recognition and awareness of my different capacity to serve. So if you want to work together, we have a few different ways. One is the Layered Growth Academy. This is my six-month coaching program and mentorship. It is um, an amazing one-on-one opportunity. Time and time again, the women who come in have some expectation of the growth that they want to have. They're usually met with different expectations that are much bigger and more amazing, and they always share that the coaching tools that are taught in the program are incredible, but their biggest growth comes from our calls every other week. So I always say that one-on-one, it's a little unexpected actually how much you can grow as a human by just being able to have conversations with another because that is my expertise. That's my training. Those are my certifications. That's why I am here and offering that. There are applications available uh, on my website, erinjoyceco.com slash Layered Growth Academy. Um, So you can read more about the program, hit application. The reason I have an application is because it is a big investment, uh, time, money, energy, like, and, and then you get that in return, right? The growth matches the investments. Um, but that's why I have an, as an application, cause I just, it's really important that we're a good match because I don't want you investing yourself or me investing myself. And in, unless we know like, Hey, this feels good. And we're going to grow together. Typically when you apply, it means you're a good match. <laughs> it's already kind of a giveaway. Um, but just, I like to hear more about where you're coming from and what kind of growth you want to have, because I'm a very honest person, um, that I feel like if you could benefit from something less than like people have definitely come in to apply for LGA and I'm like, you know what? I like, I appreciate that you want to do this, but I don't think you need the whole program. Like, I'm not going to have you sign up, um, for all of that when I feel like you could actually benefit from, um, not so much or something a little more tailored. So I'm going to be honest with you about what I think you might, um, benefit from. So there's that. So layered growth Academy is number one. Number two, there are energy healing calls. I do these monthly. I have um, a very select few slots available throughout the month. People who work with me one-on-one already get first come first served for those sessions and whatever is left over is open to anybody. So these are one hour um, to, to 90 minutes between 60 and 90 minute calls where we do uh, Reiki healing, chakrati assessments, which is where we just really assess your energy. There's more um, information on my site, again, under work with me, erinjoyceco.com. Um, um, you can buy one session, you can buy packages for a little bit of a discount. They're incredible. Um, and I get a lot of messaging that comes through as well during Reiki. Um, and I love it. I love being able to guide you in such a beautiful way because energy is just as important as getting our brain right, right? And how else can you work with me? So there's also one-on-one mentoring opportunities. So if you're not into the whole six-month LGA option, there is a lesser option. Uh, I have four tiers of mentorship from a little bit of support to a lot bit of support. 
um, without the LGA classroom and course material. So there's a good range of support there. And if one of those four things doesn't exactly fit your needs, we can tailor that. Again, we can customize what it is that you need. Um, so just shoot me an email, Aaron at AaronJoyceCo.com. We can um, discuss what you might benefit from if you're looking for support in mentorship. And then finally, which I'm most excited about is actually a free mentoring calls in the month of February, only three spots. So I'll have a day for these calls uh, and you can sign up for a spot. There's no, um, there are no strings attached. Literally. I am not doing this to try and sell you anything. I am a hundred percent offering this because I know how scary it is to consider mentorship if you've never done it because there's a lot of unknowns uh, in how it feels and what it might be like and so it's really hard to invest in something when you're like I don't even know if this is going to work for me because I don't really like I don't even understand how it might feel or look or benefit so I think it's really awesome it's kind of like try it on and then send it back if you don't like it (laughs) from from Amazon or wherever like try your clothes on if it doesn't fit the way you like then there's no you don't need to pay for it kind of thing um but yeah, so I would love for you to take one of those spots if that's something that you're interested in. Again, just email me, Aaron at AaronJoyceCo.com and you can just put in the subject line, free mentoring spot, and I will get you set up as long as there is a spot available. So, okay, let's jump into self-care today. So <clears throat> I was so fortunate to be able to do a, an in-person workshop for a bar three studio in Doylestown, which is where I grew up. So it was really exciting to be able to go into a different bar three studio. Um, their community, I just love connecting with because <clears throat> they're franchises, but the bar three mission is the same overarching and it just aligns so much with my values and morals and what I teach and, and preach and all of that stuff. So it was just awesome to be able to go in and do a workout in a new studio <clears throat> and then be able to speak with the group. Um, of women who signed up, which is also amazing because you have to choose to sign up for a workshop like that. You know, I'm not coming into your business where your boss, excuse me, hired me and you need to listen to me talk. Like these are people who chose to sign up for this workshop, chose to come, chose to spend an additional hour of their day sitting and learning about self-care. So here's the thing with self-care. Um, and uh, well, and I mentioned that because this is what I want to talk with you about today. If you didn't make that connection. (laughs) So self-care is, it's a very trendy thing. Um, and I think we feel a lot of guilt when we try and do self-care because I believe that we've been conditioned to believe it's an earned thing. It's like, there's a luxury around it, you know, that you have to do enough to be able to take time to, to attend to yourself through self-care. And I think we see things as self-care, like getting a massage or getting a pedicure or a facial or, um, going to spend time with friends, like a girl's night out or like I had book club last night. Like that's like a frivolous self-care activity. So we often feel guilty when we're doing those things. So two things around that one self-care isn't necessarily luxurious stuff. Like those things are definitely ways that we can take care of ourselves, but self-care is literally taking care of yourself just as we take care of so many other things around us. Like we take care of our kids. We take care of our spouses. We take care of our home. We take care of our plants, um, all of those things. And the way we take care of them first and foremost is giving them 
like meeting basic needs, especially for the little ones and plants and pets, like the, the little things that can't take care of themselves, we meet their basic needs. And then we also love them because we have learned that love is what helps things grow. Literally, it's been studied scientifically that like plants grow by talking to them with love, right? We are no different. We are all created similarly with the same cells and energy. We just look different and we're more evolved. (laughs) That's all. But we grow just the same by giving ourselves love. So that's taking care of yourself is, is loving yourself and nourishing yourself by meeting your basic needs. So yes, it's wonderful if you can go out to a bar three class. It's amazing if you can schedule in and afford massages or pedicures and things like that. But before that, what I'm talking about is getting enough sleep. I'm talking about being sure that you drank enough water today. I'm saying, did you feed yourself good food today? Like nourishing real food throughout the day. Did you, if you didn't feel well, did you give yourself things or attention that you need that you would have given your child had they said they didn't feel well? Are you taking care of yourself? That is self-care. And I think what makes it so hard. So I have this theory around guilt that maybe it's my own. I'm not sure, but I don't think anything is a new idea. Um, in talking with my clients and even kind of investigating with myself, something that I know women face with a lot or face a lot is uh, the feeling of guilt. And I'm like, where, like, where does this actually come from and why? And something I'm recognizing is how often we as women, um, and really most people, I don't think it's selective to women specifically, but um, we really get stuck in our roles. You know, we play our role self. We try and fulfill the expectations that people have placed upon us through growing up. And we all have different spectrums of experience like this. Like some of us had parents who were like, you have to become a lawyer or whatever it is. But subtly, no matter what, and it's not by any fault or wrongdoing necessarily, there's extremes, of course. But through like you were you were raised with messaging of like this is what it looks like to be a good mom this is what it looks like to be a good wife this is what it looks like and what's expected of you and generally again it's a general we have our extremities in different situations but generally what it means to be a good wife and mother is to give yourself and to hustle and do and if you pause to take care of yourself you're not enough you know we don't see that anywhere it's not messaging anywhere that says like your value is in how much you take care of yourself anywhere tv shows commercials our our moms our neighbors nothing the woman is just the t-shirts you see at specific clothing stores like all of it says that you like you hustle you pride yourself now you just collectively we pride ourselves in how hard we hustle inside of our roles This is meeting the expectations of that messaging, right? So this is our role self. We are literally showing up as what others expect us to be, even though our insides are screaming. Our insides are screaming because there is our authentic self. Who am I really? What type of woman am I really? What is it that my specific body needs right now that my role isn't allowing me to fulfill. And I think when we begin to click into our authentic self, and this is a lot of the work I've been doing with the women I work with one-on-one, is that when we begin to do that, we begin to feel guilty. And I said that I'm like, ah, this is where I see it the most, that when we are fulfilling our 
authentic expectations and needs, whether it's this is how I want to dress or I need to take a break because I'm exhausted or anything that goes against the role expectations, that's where guilt comes in. So I think it's a, it's like this fight against our ego and our intuition is when we feel that guilt. So what I just said to a client this week on our call is I wonder it was like an aha moment for me. I was like, I wonder if when we do feel guilt, instead of feeling ashamed that we feel it and ignoring what our intuitive needs are, we see that guilt pang or ping or whatever pong. <laughs> we see that and feel that and go, oh, good. That means I'm actually being authentic to my own needs right now because I'm feeling guilt. It's like a little now easier said than done. Right. But it's it's a message of like, oh, OK, good. I, I'm on track, actually. And my I'm not used to doing this. It's counterintuitive. So that's why I'm feeling that guilt. And soon that will fade. And I've actually seen that in my clients, that when they continuously show up for their authentic needs and their authentic self, the guilt begins to dissipate. And instead of guilt, they feel peace and freedom. They, they feel alive. They're like, I'm doing it. And I feel amazing. And it's just easier and easier each time. So I think guilt isn't actually a very strong response. It, we just give it more power than it it actually has. And when we're continuously able to show up for ourselves, that is when it begins to dissipate and it becomes easier. Additionally, what begins to happen? So a lot of us as mothers, like we feel guilty. We don't want to take care of ourselves as silly as it sounds, right? Like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I skipped a meal because I'm taking care of so many other people's things and carrying the weight of the world. But when we do begin to take care of ourselves, we are the mom that we want to be. So Many mothers say, like, I don't want to take the time to do that because I feel guilty because I feel like I'm the only one who can take care of my kids. I want to be patient. I, I don't want to snap at my kids. I want to be able to enjoy being with them. Think of all the things of like how you want to show up as a mom. But when we're not taking care of ourselves, we're typically those opposite things. That is when we ha- we lack patience. That's when we're snapping. That's when we feel exhausted. That's when we don't have any attention or focus to be able to sit down and spend time with our kids and actually enjoy it because we're thinking of all the things, all the things we need to do, right? So it's, it's fascinating to me because we're actually perpetuating the issue we're trying to avoid by not taking care of ourselves. Do you follow me? So it's actually when, when we begin to meet our basic needs is when we begin to have more energy, it's when we're able to focus better, it's when we notice we're not snapping as much, and and then we're showing up as the moms we wanna be. So we have to ask ourselves, is it the quality that is most important to us or quantity that's most important? Because spending all of your time with your kids as the mom you don't wanna be is a whole lot worse than having a little less time with your kids so that you can show up as the best version of yourself. Not all the time, we're not perfect, right? And we're not supposed to be with our kids all the time. This is a little bit of a tangent on the side, but our, like the best thing we can do for our kids is to raise them to have autonomy and to trust themselves. Like we're their teachers and guiders. We're not the doers for them. You know, if we're paving a path for them, we're not going to be here forever. It's like the worst reality. It's like gut wrenching to think about, but we are not going to be able to be here forever for our kids. And we want to be able to raise them so that they can do life without us again, it sucks. (laughs) It really sucks to even think about that. But that's the whole point of trying to raise them to show them. And while we're here, 
to show them that I will help you stand up when you fall while I'm here because I want you to learn that you can stand up by yourself, but I'm going to encourage you and model for you. And that's another thing. Like, do you want your kids to feel the way you feel in your life right now? And I guarantee you, if you're listening to this podcast, it's a hard no. And one of the best ways that you can support them is to show them and model how to take care of yourself so that they can grow up and do the same thing and not have to backpedal the way we are. It's one of the best gifts you can give to your children. It is easier said than done. I know. And there's a whole lot of rewiring that can happen. I'd love to spend another 15 minutes talking about it, but I can't right now. So if you want to hear that part, like very specifically what happens in your brain, you know, it's, it's just, there's a lot of like neuropsychology involved conditioning and, uh, things that aren't really so much in your control, but are, but we have to be aware of it to begin to rewire it. So, and this is all stuff that I work with you when we work one-on-one together is to be able to see these things for you and make the connections of where this conditioning happened, where these limited limiting beliefs came from and to be able to hold that space for you just like a mother does to be able to guide you and support you in your own healing and your own journey of the rewiring so that you can begin to see the guilt dissipate so you can begin to find the ease and even being able to figure out how to drink water during the day or to eat food or whatever it might be or to move your body or to get enough sleep or whatever it might be so I encourage you to really sit with reflection and I'll leave you with the message of do not sit with shame or judgment towards yourself of like, dang, I wish I could have done better. I, I suck at this. Oh my gosh. I can't believe I do all those things. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm such a failure though. None of those thoughts are going to support you. Instead, what I would love for you to do is sit with yourself very gently asking very curiously what's going on. You know, like, Oh, I noticed I didn't eat today. How come? Or if you try and take a pause, like I'm just going to pause to see what feel what comes up and dig into that curiously. You don't have to fix it right now. That's not the goal. We don't have to like see the thing and fix it right away. It, we just want to create awareness around it with curiosity and then just see it. And that's it. And that's when we can begin to rewire things very slowly. And that is how you're going to create sustainable change is small steps and room for error, trial and error to recognize today. I did really well with water yesterday. I did really bad. And tomorrow might be different and knowing you're doing your best every day. So remember self-care is not only just for you, it's for your family. And this is how we get to show up the way we want to be for our family, but it's very counterintuitive to take the time to do that. And I know that, but when we begin to make that connection of like, wow, I feel so much better with my family when I take time every day to eat lunch, that's wild. You're going to be excited to eat lunch, not feel like it's hard, but it takes those first few steps. It's building confidence to know that you can figure it out. Um, and if you want help doing it, I am here and I would just absolutely adore and be privileged and honored to, to work with you. So reach out Aaron at AaronDriceCo.com. That's all I have for you today. I can't wait to connect with you. However that is, even if I don't know we're connecting, I'm just blessed to be here with you today. So I hope you have an amazing week, treat others the way you want to be treated. And I will talk to you next week.